Hello and welcome to Human Seeking Human, episode 4. This is a podcast where I read personal ads in old newspapers to look at the ways people searched for love. I've had so much fun so far sharing these personal ads with you, being open with you all, and I just want to take a moment to say how much I appreciate uh, all the love that you've shown me in return through Instagram comments, through Instagram DMs, through your emails. I very much appreciate it all. And I hope to continue to be my open self with you. Uh, This is a project, like I've said, that I'm very excited about, and I want that to come across in each episode I do. So let's go ahead and get into this episode. We are, of course, starting off with Alex's dream date. This is where I find people that I think I'd get along with for one reason or another, or maybe none. And I'm just trying to be funny. We'll, We'll see. Uh, both of these are from the Cincinnati Enquirer, my hometown, uh, April 13th, 1991. Goodbye, heartache. More of a giver than a taker. She's a single white female, 36, five foot three, full-figured with blonde hair and blue eyes, that seeks friendship, maybe more, with a compatible single white male, 34 to 46. She enjoys gardening, computers, movies, and dinners out. How about you? Um, if you know me at all, uh, you already know what part of <laughs> this ad I liked a lot. Uh, it's the computers. Uh, and it's funny, I chose this one, uh, even though there are multiple, for some reason, specifically in this paper, uh, multiple ads that mentioned computers just as its own trait. I kind of want to put that in any future dating profiles I have because, I mean, I love computers. I do everything on my computer. I'm on my computer 24 7 that's not true i'm on my computer a lot my work is on my computer uh i play video games on my computer uh right now i'm staring at my computer while i'm recording this uh it's not even being self-deprecating my computer is my life and i'm not ashamed of that (laughs) so anyway uh if someone was like hey i have a a a deep deep passion about computers sign me up me too me too This next one is from the same paper. Are you truly honest? Share some fun with this attractive single white mom, 29, 5'4", 210 pounds, with auburn hair and brown eyes, who likes traveling, going to bingo, and playing board games. She's looking for a single white male, 29 to 40, for a long-term relationship. Okay. I'm, I'm quite the homebody, just in general. I'm the kind of guy that sits on my computer all day and I have a great day. Uh, It's not the healthiest lifestyle and I've been trying to be better about it. But yeah, I'm happy just sitting at home. I I do not mind going from computer to couch to computer to bed. Um, I do that way too often. It is probably not the best, but that's me. Uh, The one thing, though, that I will definitely leave my house for is bingo. I love bingo. And it was actually a recent discovery. Uh, I went to bingo, a bingo night in Portland. uh, And it was one where, you know, our group, we were probably the youngest group, uh, youngest group in the the whole place. But my God, I was way out of my element. Though, if you've been to a serious bingo night, you'll know what I'm talking about. These people will have so many cards in front of them. They'll have their stamps and their backup stamps. I think they have a specific name. I don't even know. Please, please don't be mad if I mess any of this up. 
and they will just they'll they'll hear a number and they'll just know they just have these cards memorized they go boom 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 i i could barely handle three i think there was a minimum i think you had to play at least three cards and i was overwhelmed and these people would have 12 cards in front of them at least going through all of them playing them all at the same time and the rules would change every single time square uh corners diagonals uh, anything else i don't know it was really hard to keep up but it was so much fun i had such a blast uh you'd go get some junk food uh you they they bring the coffee cart around it'd be like 10 p.m 10 p.m and all these people are drinking coffee mostly older people they're drinking coffee they're taking their bingo so seriously i felt i felt like i didn't belong but that I wanted to belong, if that makes sense. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, this 29-year-old uh, in Cincinnati would love would love to have gone to bingo with you. That sounds wonderful. Oh, and I love board games, too. Uh, it's a little hard to play board games, though, when you live alone. That's just my sad moment of the episode. Next, we've got Ready to Mingle. This is kind of the best of the rest. Just ones that I think would uh, be worthy of the show, but don't necessarily fit into Alex, the Alex's dream date section and in this one this is a a, a dichotomy of sorts there are two kinds of people that i found in uh, at least in madison wisconsin this is from the capital times in madison september 6th 1994 i'm going to read both ads back to back and i want you to keep in mind they were right next to each other in these columns hey prince charming i'm a petite 40 year old damsel in distress you're my prince charming Rescue me from another ho-hum relationship, and don't let me kiss another frog. The next one. Life's a banquet. This 38-year-old, 5 foot 4 inches, 125 pounds, divorced white professional female, doesn't believe in Prince Charming, but does believe in chemistry. Non-smoker, light drinker, interest from biking and beaches, to gardening and reading, likes to laugh. I just really, really like those because you got people who are looking for their Prince Charming, and then you've got the people who don't believe in Prince Charming, but are looking for someone who they have a great chemistry with, and everyone in between, and a mix of both. That's what's so great about these ads. I feel like you could find anyone, um, and I would like to comment, though, more on that first ad, which was amazing. Um, I love that they, like I say this, I've said this before, I like they went all out in the Prince Charming um fairy tale type references uh <laughs> talking about not kissing frogs wanting to be rescued from a relationship i'm really hoping in that case they don't actually mean they're in a current relationship posting this ad but i'm holding off judgment i don't know if that's the case i'm holding off judgment that's not why we're here we're not here to judge but um that, that'd be a little bold to uh put put your put your info in the newspaper but then again what's what's their significant other gonna do say huh I'm currently dating a petite 40-year-old damsel in distress. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> probably not. Anyway, I did just like how these were so close together and such opposite ads. Because you really can find, in most of these, you can find anything you're looking for. So we've got people in Madison who really, really know what they want. And now let's go somewhere else to see a different kind of person. This is from the Reno Gazette in Reno, Nevada, from February 3rd, 2000. Carson Guy, attractive, romantic, divorced white male, 37, 6 foot, 175 pounds, enjoys outdoors, dining, festivals, outings, seeking attractive single white female, 
must have two eyebrows and demonstrate proficiency with a fork. You know, this is someone who knows what they want in that they don't know who they want. And what I mean by that is this person isn't picky. They just have a very vague understanding of who they want and I and they have a sense of humor and they're hoping that can come across in this ad. And I think it did. I think it's I think it's good. I, I would personally respond pretty well to this if someone was lo- looking for me and they said, hey, can you use a fork? I'd say, sure. So you know what? You're in. I'll give you a shot. I'll give you a shot. Um, and I do appreciate that openness. You know, they just want someone they're attracted to who can use a fork. I I get that. You know, sometimes (laughs) sometimes you get to a point where you think, hey, that alone sounds pretty good right now in my life. Now we're on to our next segment. This is called Textual Encounters. So these are some of my favorites. These are from the I Saw You ads or the Misconnections ads where people will post about someone they saw in public usually and will try to get their attention through the newspaper. I have two, and they're both from the Sunday News in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, from July 14th, 1996. We are destined to meet. On June 15th, I was behind you on Route 741 West. You, driving Black Jaguar. Me, driving White Probe. Please call to talk. (laughs) So I am very curious what about that scenario meant destiny but if that's how they see it that's how they see it i do hope whoever was in that black jaguar uh agrees because that would be a great story uh however uh, i'm I, i'm i feel like we're missing something or maybe we're not usually there's a oh we shared a glance or oh you smiled at me which isn't necessarily a sign of anything but Usually people in these ads will describe something more than, hey, this is your car, this is my car. Uh, And another thing I I did like is how different these two cars are. (laughs) Either way, it's not that important. Um, I just really like that there is a focus on the two types of cars they drove. And actually, it doesn't even say what they want to talk about. Maybe they want to talk about cars. Maybe in the end, the probe owner is going to say, hey, actually, I just am really interested in your car. Would you sell it to me? We could make all sorts of assumptions, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, we don't know exactly what they were searching for other than this specific Jaguar driver. So hopefully things worked out for the best. And then our last one today, this is uh, for a little context. uh, What they're mentioning is a place in Lancaster, Pennsylvania called Oregon Dairy. They have a market, a restaurant, a bakery. Uh, They have pumpkin patch corn maze this time of year i did some research into the location and it looks like they have so many different events year round so here's what this stranger has to say oregon dairy porch breakfast on memorial day we shared a table you with cellular phone i'm the retired widower and good listener okay i'm going to be honest with you this one that i just read was heavily edited because it took me about five tries to say cellular phone. Uh, I have not used that phrase maybe ever in my life. Um, that is my generation for you, I suppose. Uh, so it took me way too many tries to say that. But I love that, you know, that I'm saying, hey, one thing that was distinctly you was that you had a cellular phone 
see i'm still struggling cellular phone with you and yes recognize 1996 very different times um than today but uh that's kind of the point of the podcast it's fun to look get a little insight into uh dating or what was going on back then and i recognize i'm being a little much when it comes to this (laughs) and talking about it as if it's some wild distant past memory but uh i know it wasn't that long ago anyway uh i just think it's a little adorable though i did i did like that and that this person acknowledges hey i'm a good listener that is something that is really important and if you can acknowledge that about yourself and feel good about the way you listen to other people uh i respect that i respect that i think it's it's great to be able to compliment yourself this next segment of course is honest ads this is where i read honest ads sent in by you the lovely listeners about your journey and what you're seeking out of life. Before I read this next ad, I would like to make a comment about content warnings. I will usually not be giving content warnings, uh, but I would like to make a statement to let you know to listen to these honest ads at your own risk, as a lot of these ads will deal with mental health and a lot of my podcasts will deal with mental health. Uh, I think it's good to give a blanket content warning regarding different aspects of mental health and and how mental health issues can present themselves uh, in different people. Uh, So please be aware of that when listening, but uh, I will more often than not not be giving specific content warnings for specific ads. That being said, let's get into this week's honest ad. I am a human seeking love for myself. During all of my years on this planet, I have always gone above and beyond to help everyone else. Whether it is to make someone smile, to help them finish a task, or to just be there. I often spend so much time helping everyone else that sometimes I forget about myself. This started when I was a child struggling with my sexuality. I am gay. And instead of embracing it, I hid from it and put walls between me and me. I was indifferent about myself and never really cared what happened to me. This turned into a long battle with anxiety, depression, and self-harm. I have been clean from self-harm for 270 days, when I wrote this, probably not when it may be aired. I just went on every day hoping that if I showed enough love to everyone else, I would learn how to love myself. It wasn't until I started to come to terms with being gay and accepting that, and being strong enough to tell others and accept that some people would hate me because of it, that I started to love myself. When I started to go to therapy and treat my mental illnesses, I began to feel better. And then I had the strength and courage to come out as gay and live as my honest self. This struggle isn't over. I work daily trying to accept and love myself all the while giving my wonderful, beautiful partner and all of my friends and family the love they deserve. I am trying to move myself up on the people to show love list. I get nervous that even at the end of the day, I may not be enough for everyone I love, but I try to remember that I just need to be enough for me. And if I am enough for them, they will stay. All in all, I am a human just searching for love and acceptance for themselves in the world. Thank you so much for sharing this. I'm so glad that you're willing to share your story, uh, especially because your story is something that I can't speak to. I can be open about my own mental health and the issues I've faced and how what I've struggled with. But I can't personally relate to your journey with your sexuality 
and your self-harm. And so I'm so, so grateful that you're able to send this in and be open about it because that's something that cannot be easy to do. And I'm so grateful that you, in a way, are giving me the platform to be able to be open about it, despite it being something I personally haven't dealt with myself. Because generally, there's so many stigmas surrounding mental health, and talking about mental health journeys, I think, can be really helpful for people. And hearing other people be open can mean so much. I know it took me a long time before I sought therapy because I didn't see it as a normal thing to do. I thought it was unnecessary. And in hindsight, now I'm one of those people that says, hey, everyone has something that therapy could help them with. Uh, not that they should be, you know, hey, everyone's journey is different, but I encourage everyone to at least try it and see if it can help them. So I'm so glad you were able to find the help you need. And I'm so proud of you for your willingness to be open. And uh, it's it sounds like you are making some great progress for yourself. Uh, one thing I would like to say and something I don't know if I mentioned on here, but um, there are times when I find myself, especially recently, dipping back into uh, negative thoughts and negative feelings. Um, and my therapist tells me to think of it as you're sledding and there's a track that you're sledding in. And sometimes you'll stray outside of it and start making a new track and you, um, you know, you'll be a, a little off. You won't be going the same way you were going. Uh, and you'll actually be sometimes going the wrong way, but that track is still there. So the progress that you've made in those years of working on yourself and bettering yourself and being the person you want to be, loving yourself, all of those things, it's still it's still there. The progress is still there. It's just a matter of getting back on track. Uh, and personally, that's helped me a lot. And I also want to commend you on being such a wonderful person to those around you and showing them appreciation for what they've done for you and your journey um, but it sounds like you are providing them with a lot of love and support yourself. And that's not easy. Uh, when I am going through difficult times, personally, I shut everyone out. Um, I don't answer my phone. I rarely respond to texts and messages. And I do everything else the same. I, I continue my life, continue my podcast, etc. But... People will call me family. I ignore them for weeks sometimes. And that's one of the my coping mechanisms. And uh, it's not the best, so I've been working on that. But yeah, I, I commend you on being open with those around you and being so loving towards them. And even if at times you felt like it was a way to learn to love yourself, I think that does show what kind of character you have if you're willing to show this love for others. And it shows that you are a good person and you deserve all sorts of love and acceptance. So thank you again for sharing. Uh, I hope to all of you, and I'm very much open to constructive criticism, feedback about this segment. Uh, it's I'm, I'm still new to this. You know, of course, I'm not a therapist. I'm not acting as a therapist. Most of what I talk about is just my personal views and what I've learned in my own therapy sessions. I am not acting as a therapist. Uh, I am absolutely not an expert on any of this. Um, and so that being said, if there's ever anything you'd like to see changed with this segment, 
If you ever have an issue with something that I've said, please feel free to let me know. I am not above criticism. I don't think anyone is. This is episode four, and I'm not saying that as an excuse, but this is episode four, so I'm still trying to figure this out, still trying to see what the best way to handle these ads are, uh, but I do want this to be a platform for uh, you all to get some thoughts out and to hopefully feel better about your personal journey. And since it's so early in the podcast, there is so much time to change. There's so much time to improve on the segment and improve on the way I handle it. So feel free to send in your own honest ad to humanseekinghuman at gmail.com or send in any feedback you have about the show, about me. Um, And if you would like to support me, you can go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. That does wonders for me, Um, but just you listening is help enough. And finally, if you're interested in following the show on social media, you can go to Human Seeking Pod on Twitter and Instagram, as well as my personal accounts at Zandy Schieffer, X-A-N-D-Y-S-C-H-I-E-F-E-R on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode four of Human Seeking Human. I can't stress enough how helpful your support has been over the past few weeks. I really... I picked a weird time to start this podcast, but I'm very, very grateful that I started it when I did because y'all have been so supportive and have been getting me through some weird times. So thank you again, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Until then. 